0: I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. hey everyone welcome 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 to the studio fertility podcast today I am Bella Hilton and when one of your wonderful wonderful clients sends you a message late at night telling me you know telling you that they're pregnant well I'm dining out on it all day basically because I this is like this, that moment is why I do what I do because all of you deserve your hopes and dreams to be fulfilled. And that's exactly what happened last night. And I just love it. And I love sharing it with you as well. And before we get into today's podcast, I just wanted to actually also share with you that I'm definitely going to, um, put on my free meditation and visualization retreat. It's online, it's free, and it's five days of short videos that really help you to will really understand how exactly meditation, visualization, and hypnosis can help you so that you can understand when and why to use them at different times and how you can make them work for you, right? And even just split second moments. Anyway, I haven't set a date yet, but it will be before the end of November. So I've created a page where you can sign up now. So you are on the list and you will get the notifications about it if you sign up, okay? Um, Now, to be honest, I could put it on next week, but I'm still catching up with myself a little bit post-lockdown and trying not to go full pelt um, because I want to practice what I preach, right? And I've needed to put that nurture and that energy into myself. and. When I put this on, I want you to have my full attention, and I want you to be able to, you know, have that time to ask me the questions that you want to ask and answer them for you. So there will be time for Q and A's as well. And I'm always trying to really listen, okay, to what it is that women most want to know about um, on their path, albeit full of obstacles to becoming a mother. And this is why today. I wanted to talk to you about how to stop obsessing over the uh, the journey, right? Um, and honestly, because except for, you know, like when I talk to people and I say, what do you want? You know, most of them say I want to be pregnant yesterday, right? Of course. <laughs> and the second thing most women uh, that I talk to want is to stop, is to well, let go, you know, stop obsessing about trying to get pregnant so much because they realize this to be true. It is driving them crazy, right? The obsessing over getting pregnant and all the data and timing it and taking temperatures and supplements and googling every little twinge and testing from day six every month and the getting your hopes up, it's exhausting. And it kind of feels like, you know, you're a detective trying to catch a cheating lover, right? It feels like you've lost your mind and you're in a world of hurt and you want the pain to end. And so, you know, we immerse ourselves in it because, uh, the more and more we, we do, and the more and more we get obsessed, we're doing this as a way to try and get pregnant. Yes. But it's also a way to try and end this pain inside and have some kind of control over this pain that we feel, right? If I can find the answer, then I can fix it and then the pain goes away, right? And you become that detective and most of the time it's like either finding that your partner is actually cheating and it tears you up inside or finding out that they aren't and you're acting like a crazy person and you ruined your relationship anyway, right? It's a no-win situation, That's what the fertility journey feels like over and over and over and over again each month when we get so laser focused on it and so obsessed, like trying to make someone love you who doesn't love you, right? So we do crazy shit. We do, right? I know I did. Instead of looking inward and learning to trust ourselves more. We Google ourselves to death trying to find that answer or trying to will those twinges you feel into you becoming pregnant, right? I know at one stage I was on so many supplements and potions and then I'd try acupuncture and Chinese, you know, medicine, herbs, etc. And I just wondered what I was doing because nothing seemed to work. I'd taken my temperature for months. I'd done all the things. And some things shifted minutely, but it was never the answer. And the minute, minute shift wasn't the make or break, right? But all the obsessing and all that doing was actually causing me, me more harm, my mental health more harm, and my fertility more harm than good. I had my nervous system on high alert. I was not enjoying my life. I was miserable, So if you really want to stop obsessing about your fertility journey and not feel so cyclical in your emotional state and start to take this in your stride and start to bring more space and calm to your life and your brain and give that peace to your mind and your body that it craves so much, then here are my three biggest ways to do that. So, number one is to stop focusing so much on all the numbers and data and tests and Googling. I know, easier said than done. Now, I want to say this I'm all for being informed. If you're having trouble conceiving, you absolutely should have the tests that rule out the things that could be physically holding you back. Because honestly, for some, it can be simple things like mistiming sex, right? A friend of mine found out she was ovulating a lot sooner than the 14 days, like on day nine. So she had a short window between her period and her ovulation, right? But we tend to figure these things out in the first year of trying, right? Um, But it also pays to be informed when you've got more complicated things that actually need to be taken care of. Tests can be great, for those kind of things, you know, for women with PCOS who are just not sure when they're ovulating, if at all, right? That is a way of informing yourself and and taking control of the things that you can control. But I often work with clients who have gotten themselves into that that hole, you know, the one I'm talking about, that black hole of of obsession where you feel like you're just at the bottom of this pit that you can't get out of. And it you know, and they do it with the, you know, always peeing on luteinizing hormone sticks and basal body body temperature charting and peeing on pregnancy sticks every month. And then, you know, if they're doing IVF, it's all about the number of eggs retrieved and the grade and possibly anything else that we can quantify or measure, we start to obsess about, or we start to beat up on ourselves for not taking our supplements that day and things like that to the point where we're staring at our basal body temperature chart 10 times a day, wondering what it is trying to tell us, willing it to give us this answer, just wishing we could fast forward time to see the next temperature or the whole month and how it's going to pan out. Right? There is an easy way to check if any of this stuff is helping you or hindering you. Because sometimes the remedies, like I said, can be more harmful than good. Now, if charting all the time, for example, is causing you a lot of stress and you're getting obsessed about it, and like I said, you're trying to stare at it and will it it you know will it to tell you something, then stop doing it. Right? If you feel uptight about it and stressed about it, good chances you need to let it go. If you're waking yourself up at 5.30 instead of getting the much-needed lion you need, then maybe give it a break for a month, right? Maybe you go back to it, that's okay, you can make that choice, but if you're feeling crazy about it right now, maybe give it a break for a little while. Intentionally let it go, right, to find the space in your brain and your heart and your soul again. You deserve that, let go of the busy work that just keeps you stuck and break the habit. You know, when it comes down to it, we actually sometimes become addicted to doing these things and it's more than a habit. We're actually addicted to it and we find it extra hard to let it go. So it might feel both stressful to do it but also stress, sorry, it might feel like both less stressful to do it, but also maybe stressful in the beginning, not knowing, you know, that first time and the second time or the third time you decide to hang up your thermometer or whatever it is you're hanging up. And that's okay. But usually, actually in my experience, I find my clients never have that problem. They, they actually welcome it. And I think they have liked someone else told them that it was okay to not do it and to trust in their body. And they have seen how they can trust in themselves without testing every day. And my last two clients who did that, we were able to look into it and see, well, what is it, what is testing all the time telling you? Is it helping or hindering you? Is it going to change anything? Is it going to change the way you have sex? Is it going to change you know, is it fundamental to the process? Is your body pretty clockwork? That kind of thing. So you can trust in your body and know its signs and things like that. And these last two clients who who did that, which say just some recent clients, both, both got pregnant that month and they decided to hang it up. And one, you know, one decided to just test those three days around Um, luteinizing hormone, and she was okay about that, but she really let go of the stress of it too. Now, if you are one of those rare gens that can do this stuff and not feel obsessed, be my guest to continue, right? Because I'll tell you this, it's not the actual act of testing and Googling and things that brings the stress and the chaos. It's us trying to control something that we can't control that brings the stress right? It's the looking into it and and willing it to tell you something. And when you just completely let that go and have a break, at least have a break for a little while, it can give you that sense of calm back into your life that maybe you might be able to pick it up again if it is telling you something, okay? Tip number two is to focus on other things in your life, right? Because Letting go seems wonderful, but if you're like, if I knew how, then I would be doing it, right? We'd all be doing something if we knew how to do it. Well, this is step number two, and it's to really focus on those other things in your life. What we tend to do, and what I know that I did, is to become so laser focused on this one thing, my fertility, in our lives, but to the detriment of everything else. And then our whole lives fall apart and Nowhere feels like we can get any solace. There is actually no safe place in your life then, no safe place to fall. And believe you me, and I think you know this already, you need somewhere safe to fall right now. You need someone to catch you. You need to be able to find those places in your life or those activities where there is some joy and relief because it's too much in this, just entirely in the fertility bubble. And the reasons there is no joy is because you're not nurturing it and you've become laser focused on the other thing, like where your attention goes, energy flows. And if it's not flowing to other areas of your life, they will atrophy, right? What we don't pay attention to can atrophy because we also don't just stop Googling things, right? We don't just stop tracking our cycles. We need to replace our bad habits with healthy habits, And when I mean bad habits, I mean things that are causing us extra stress. The things that are, and we need to focus on the things that are actually going to nurture us and make us feel good. And I've never met anyone who couldn't find at least one thing they could start to focus on as the point of joy in their life, even if they felt like they were starting from scratch and thought there was nothing good in their life, right? You know, simple things like if it's just going for a walk in the morning where they can start to slow down watch the world go by and give themselves that space to breathe, that gift. Or how um, good it feels, maybe just to have a shower in the morning and just feel into that little daily thing of the water on your skin and how good it feels and to feel that joy. To start to find some balance in your life to the shit, right? Because it is shit, Okay, step number three, or tip number three, as it were, it might feel that you can't breathe in most areas of your life right now. I get that, and it's totally normal. And maybe you used to find, you know, solace in your husband, but now the strain of your infertility both has you you, right? Um, and you're finding it harder and harder to find those good things in life. But there are good things in life, and we need to start to recognize the parts of your life that are good. Now, why would we do this? Well, because in the beginning, when we are shifting, we absolutely do have to do things deliberately, right? That feel a bit, for want of a better word, dicky, and feel contrived to us when we're like, I don't want to do this. It kind of reminds me when I was 17, right? And in my last year of school and my parents were separating and I was really down and out and actually seriously depressed for a whole bunch of reasons. And I won't go into. And the school counsellor sat me in her room and tried to be so gentle with me. And she was asking me what I liked about myself and did I like my hair and maybe I should hug a tree. Okay, this is not that, right? I think I hit it well, but I was judging that counselor so hard. I had serious mental health problems that I didn't know how to handle, and she was asking me if I liked my hair and maybe I should hug a tree. She probably meant well, but for fuck's sake, at the time I needed someone to look me dead in the eye and say, this is shit. This is fucked up, but I'm here for you. And together we're going to get you making sense of this crap and feeling great about your life again. Now let's talk about what is good, not what you are grateful for. gratitude is bandied around quite a bit and I'm kind of against it a little bit in the way that sometimes it's used but what you can can appreciate at least about your life right because I can tell you this right now I do see you this shit is fucked up and I am here for you okay If it was so easy to shift and have a luxuriously calm and inspired fertility journey, we would never get to the point where we need to shift. And quite honestly, I wouldn't be doing what I do. So sometimes, yes, you have to do stuff that sometimes seems like, what the fuck are you talking about? There is nothing good about my life, Bella. Because if you want to change, you have to be willing to look and look hard at times, right? Sometimes we have to Come back to basics of, yeah, I don't have to worry about what where my next meal comes from, right? I'm not starved. Yes, I have a roof over my head. Fabulous. You aren't under threat of being evicted or anything. Because just as an aside, if you don't have the basics covered in life of basic health, you know, shelter and things like that, then you need to stop everything and worry about that first and get that sorted before you move on to fertility and things like that. Look, maybe you admire about yourself, your determination and your sheer strength that has gotten you this far in your journey. You are still alive and kicking and chasing your dream. Well done. Like you are a strong woman. Chances are you are a goddamn goddess that's just had a ton shit of manure piled on you for what seems like no good reason at all, right? Right? I am fired up today, I know. <laughs> Maybe it's my new supplement regime that's giving me all this energy I need or actually it might be the course that I'm writing for you. It's kind of got me fired up and wanting so much more for everyone around me because, you know, this stuff is bullshit. You, What you're going through, what you've had to endure, that's bullshit. And I want to get you all back and reminded of who you really are underneath before all this bullshit came along right? I do not want you to suffer. You are better than that. Okay. So let's recap on how to stop obsessing about your fertility journey and let go. Stop doing those things that are causing you more stress than good. Be honest, be informed. But once you are informed about when you ovulate or what your cycles are doing, and you can trust yourself, stop doing it and start trusting yourself and your body. Start getting in touch with yourself and your intuition. It will feel like a weight has lifted, honestly. Number two, focus on other things in your life. And you know what, I didn't say this before, but often when we're stuck in one area of our lives, we're also stuck um, in other areas. What did I just say? When we're stuck in one area, we're also stuck in other areas, right? And sometimes creating momentum in an area of our life that we can control, like just cleaning up our house, helps us break free of that stuck energy. And then we can start to nurture other things in our life that bring joy into our life because it doesn't feel so stuck everywhere, right? And often helps get the fertility journey unstuck two I see it time and time again so recognize the parts of your life that are good there's a step number three recognize those parts of your life that are good that you can appreciate I don't care if you you know oh, I'm so grateful for it as long as you can appreciate the things in your life that are good food on the table roof over your head that you are a badass woman who is still kicking and striving for her dreams Do not give up on yourself, ladies. And as long as you keep tuning into my podcast, I will never give up on you and I will be here for you. And you can also hang out with me on Instagram too at Studio Fertility. And I will see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving a review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation. And you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis, and visualization how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation hypnosis or visualization that you can do in your own time and of course access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com meditation to find out more and I'll see you next time on the podcast.